and welcome to episode number four of the main podcast. Today with me, I have the group founder, PC Junior, Philly Titan on the line, and GoldenEye64 enthusiast, (laughs) Skylar. I really hate that that's like my calling card, but hello, how are you all? (laughs) <laughs> oh, doing just fine. And you know, you're Lovely. stuck with it. It's it's like Andre and his Rob Lowe memes. Um, once you kind of pigeonhole yourself, you're in there. So sorry, bud. Uh, it's it's whatever. I mean, I, I enjoy Rob Lowe as well. So I guess we'll do a little icebreaker today. Um, we'll, we'll start off with some something video game related. Uh, obviously, we know your favorite uh, first person shooter. Um, but PC, what What's your favorite first-person shooter of all time? Uh, well, first of all, you're supposed to ask everybody to say panties. You know, I'll I'll go ahead and do that. Just first. yeah, go ahead and get that out of the way. We, uh, you know what, Skylar hasn't done a panty take either. Let's go ahead. Do I need to uh, say it suggestively? What we'll do is we'll let PC kick it off because he's very excited about panties all the time. Okay. He'll say it a few times as sexy as he possibly can muster. And then we'll pass it off to you. Okay, I'll say it one time, and it'll be as sexy as possibly can muster. I expect you, you guys to do the same thing. Josh, uh, Josh, you have not said panties yet uh, in a sexy voice, so you need to go ahead and do that too. Are you kidding me? I thought I did. Did you? Hmm, I maybe I, I didn't. Maybe I, I, I just I don't, I don't seem to remember that from the original. <laughs> all right. I, you know what? I think that this has all been a ploy for you to just get to the point where I am saying panties <laughs> to you directly. So that's fine. Uh, but yeah, you're going to have to kick us off. All right. Panties. And we only get one from you? It, yep. If, if, uh, if, uh, if, if your, your shorts don't get moist from that, then... Uh, <laughs> You're just going to have to replay it until it does. All right. Well, I mean, I could fix it in post and make you say it a thousand times, but I'd like to hear it one more time just before I before I go. Panties? <laughs> so he's been working on this. This is definitely um, something that is a, a bordering on obsession. So here we go. It's a skit. It's a skit Ooh. from Lexington. Hold Panties. on. Panties. <laughs> That's pretty good. And, oh, and- panties. <laughs> panties. Do, do you think the P in PC stands for panties? Panty crunchy. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Skylar, your, your turn. Mm, panties. Mm, that's nice. Panties. Panties. <laughs> okay, I felt a little bit of uh, Jacob influence on that last panties. He like he was like whispering like panties. <laughs> that was the true icebreaker. Um, now now that I've kind of met your criteria of saying panties a bunch of times, uh, do you have a favorite first person shooter, or should we just jump right into Goldeneye sixty four? Oh, I do have a favorite. I, I have a favorite pers- first-person shooter. Uh, I, I, I think the original Halo was uh, was my favorite first-person shooter. That's a pretty good choice. I, you know, like jumping around. You, th- that was the one where you could only have one weapon, right? They hadn't figured out like dual sidearms. Yeah, I mean, at, at one time, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could switch to one other weapon. They've had other iterations of uh, uh, 
of uh, Halo where you, where you can dual wield. You can only have one weapon at a time. Yeah, you yes. had a you know a primary and a secondary, but you couldn't dual wield. Right. Yeah, the dual wield didn't come till Halo Two, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think you're right. I have I I that's a that's a solid choice for a first person shooter. I had a lot of fun playing Halo One because that that was such a unique game when it came out, and Halo Two was just like elevating it. So you already loved the first one, and then like there was nothing like it, and they're just like, we're gonna milk this cash cow. <laughs> and they made Halo 2, and it was, like, at the time, it was the hottest shit ever. And, you know, that was where I feel like console gaming, like, got a little more mainstream, because all of a sudden, everybody wanted to play this new hot game. Obviously, that's a good segue for who brought it all on, is, uh, of course, GoldenEye 64 set the gold standard for, like, first-person shooter, and, of course, 64 being on the Nintendo 64. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's... What's the appeal of GoldenEye 64, Skylar? I, I feel like the appeal mostly is just, it, it's really nostalgic, because if you ask a lot of people in like the N64 community, they'll say that Perfect Dark improved upon GoldenEye in every conceivable way, which it, it really did. I mean, I, I just have fond memories of, you know, going to my cousin's house, you know, I had a PlayStation 1 and they had an N64, so, you know, I couldn't play GoldenEye where I lived, and I didn't finally get an N64 of my own until, like, 2009. (laughs) I bought an N64, an Atomic Purple controller, and a copy of GoldenEye off of eBay for, like, 30 bucks. Nice. And I... I was on top of the world because, you know, finally I could like take the game and like, like deconstruct it and like really like, you know, actually get to spend some time with it outside of like multiplayer. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the, uh, the company, you know, of course, Rare, you know, they, they made like GoldenEye, they made Perfect Dark, Donkey Kong, just like hit after hit. Some of the developers from Rare, they splintered off and they created a new developer. It was called a uh, Free Radical. And they actually wound up working on the Time Splitters series, which, uh, with your initial question, what do you think is your most favorite uh, first-person shooter of all time? I would probably say Time Splitters 2. Really? It, it just it feels like a really super refined, like fluid, like Goldeneye. I mean, it, it the the similarities are uncanny. You can definitely tell that there's an influence there, I mean. I have a confession to make. I never, never owned a copy of GoldenEye. I only ever played, you know, at people's houses, but I have fond memories of it. And I think that's a lot, you know, that's a lot of that game. It's just, you know, the the nostalgia attached to it, right? Um, but I only owned an N64 once. I remember going into a Walmart when they were like, N64 was no longer cool. It was probably like PlayStation 2 era, right? And they had leftover N64s with that pod racing game for Star Wars. Yeah. And uh, so I picked that up 
for like 30 bucks, brand new. And I never bought another N64 game. I only ever played the Pod Racer game. So I, <laughs> N64 was never really my system. I just owned that one game. And I, like now I've got a gaming cabinet, and that's the only Nintendo system that I like neglected to add to my collection. So I don't know what personal I, I always I think I was always a PlayStation kid and I had like this bias against N64 and apparently it's even carrying into my adult life. <laughs> All right. I went you know like I like I said I owned a PlayStation 1 at first or my dad did rather and then uh you know he got a PS2 pretty cl- close to launch maybe that like holiday 2000 season. And then uh, I wound up, I got an Xbox 360 from a friend, but it had a, I want to say it was the E74 error, but I I did the towel trick. I just wrapped it up in a towel and I ran it and I kept on like swishing it from, you know, to the towel, to the freezer, to the towel, to the freezer until it finally got, you know, actually the red ring of death, which was, um, they were covering that within three years of the manufacturer's date at the time. So I sent it into Xbox or Microsoft, and I got, you know, a refurbished Xbox back. And, uh, you know, before that, I had, you know, like a GameCube. But uh, the Xbox, I, I feel like was like my, uh, what, what do you call it? It was my opus. The system you grew <laughs> the uh, one you grew up know. with. I had, because all my friends had Xboxes, and, you know, I, I was really, like, really into Call of Duty uh, modern warfare oh yeah call of duty is like <laughs> such a monster of like gaming but now i won't even play the shit these days because you have to every time you get on that fucking game you got to download like 50 gigabytes of updates like every time me and my buddy try to hop on and play a game it ends in us being like all right dude well like have a good night i guess we'll play some other time and like so unless you're fucking sucking that game's dick every day and downloading every update every day you, you can't even play it so fuck call of duty fuck activision they charge like 60 dollars for an ancient game they're trash but the games are fun if you can actually play them it's a pain the the modern gaming world you know like you buy a disc game but still you have to put it into the system and then download more files to actually like install it to your system instead of running it like from the disc it's it's dumb yeah so i was mostly always a pc gamer i um i was quake 2 rocket arena 2 i got addicted to like just playing quake basically other than that like i did play some playstation but i all over all the years, I don't really play. I, I'm always jealous when people are like talking about all the different games they're trying and like uh, they're exploring these new worlds. And they're like, this one's really cool. If you like this Zelda game, you'd like that Zelda game and all this. And I'm like, I'm just sitting in the corner like a crackhead, kind of like, well, <laughs> I'm still playing the same fucking Quake and nobody really plays it anymore. And it's okay, though, because everybody who does still play is so good that it makes me not want to play. And I just can't play a new game. I played uh, Rocket League and then I got addicted to that and I only played Rocket League. So I was like, I guess this is just who I am. I, I can't just casually play games and enjoy myself. I have to play them until like no one plays them anymore because I've beaten it into the ground. That's pretty much me with the uh, with Valheim. Uh, you know, since I got the the the, the gaming computer, you, you know, my, my wife Fab, you know, uh, she was she's a big gamer. I decided that this is one way we we could bond. You know, I, I decided to get a I decided to get a gaming computer with my uh, my tax return money 
that I hadn't spent yet uh, as of a year ago, year ago, uh, a year ago, September, I, I was like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm about to, I'm about to move somewhere. Uh, I'm about to move to, uh, to be closer to her for, for, for who all doesn't know fab. She is, she lives in Canada. She lives in Canada. So I decided to, uh, uh, to move up there to be closer to her for just, just for the winter. Uh, so in September, Which, like, what, a, what a poor decision. You decided to move North in the winter, <laughs> the Atlanta boy, hot, hot Atlanta, which I know y'all hate. Um, but <laughs> decides to move North in the winter. So yeah. PC lives in Atlanta. Yeah, I live in Atlanta. All right, Aaron. So I move up there, and and I bought a uh, I bought a gaming computer, and it was a it was, it was a real good one. And and you know, other than other than playing the original Doom until until I beat it, I played pretty much nothing but Valheim, and I, and I've logged like over five hundred hours of, of of just playing Valheim. Yeah, uh, that's I, that's how I am with games for sure. You know, just like absolute like once you find one game you like, that's it. It's over. There's no other like. When Fallout 3 came out, my roommates and Rude. I would just sit there. We would play it. And I don't even I don't even recall that era of my life very well. You know, that was like three dudes living in a shitty apartment, drinking way too, <laughs> way too much whiskey and staying up way too late playing video games every night and like doing stupid shit. And we would just we would start Fallout 3 when the party sort of die down like people would leave we'd be we play cribbage up here in the northeast so we'd be playing cribbage drinking smoking whatever and then we would set aside the cribbage board when people started going home and going to bed we had one other roommate that would go to bed and me and this one other guy Matt we called him doormat we would just <laughs> we would start up Fallout 3 at like midnight 1 a.m. And I would play until I got tired and like went to bed at like 4 a.m., 5 a.m. sometimes. And then I would just hand the controller over to Matt and then he would play. And I would go crash for like four or five hours, get up, make a coffee. And Matt would be out there like ghost faced, just still playing the game. (laughs) And I would like. Oh, hey man, you want anything? Coffee? He'd smoke a little weed with me, and then he would hand the controller over after I was caffeinated, and I would just like continue where he left off or whatever, because I don't think you could do like multi saves on the PS3. So, or uh, maybe that was PS. Was that PS2, Skyler? It was, it was, it was it three. Was, it, yeah, it was PS. Uh, sorry, PS3 and Xbox 360 and a uh, PC. Yeah. So. That was that. That's that's how I play games, and that's how it sounds like PC does. What about what about you? Are you like that, or do you play a bunch of different games, Skylar? I just uh, uh, specifically about Fallout Three. Like I, I feel like I have, you know, that that kind of same level of attachment to it because I, I remember. Okay, my dad is an electrician, right? And uh, he used to bring home, you know, probably illegally. He used to bring home scrap copper from his jobs and. I would strip the copper and, you know, we would take it to the uh, the metal recycler or whatever. And I, I got 50 bucks one time. This was uh, after Fallout 3 had been out for a couple of months. So I took it straight to the nearest Blockbuster store and I bought a used copy of Fallout 3. And I spent way too much time on it on a, a 360. Like, I, I just, I don't feel like I can get into it as well on pc because i'm always trying to use like console commands to you know make my life easier but uh i i spent a shitload of time on a fallout 3 
and uh, everyone tells me that New Vegas is really good. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I just I, I never got into it the same way that I got into three. That's exactly how I feel. Um, I played the shit out of three and then I didn't I could I think I burned myself out on it and I couldn't really enjoy New Vegas. Even four. I, I took some time off and then I tried to play four. And I just, I think I just played too much Fallout 3. And it's a damn fine game. But I think if you just played New Vegas and never saw 3, you'd probably love it just as much. You know what I mean? I think um, so. It's just your your first experience, what you burn yourself out on. And so with that, you know, obviously the, the focus of this podcast is uh, memeing, memeing culture, the people behind the memes. So basically the obsessive tendencies that we're talking about with games, how you play a game to death, I think that's kind of similar to what makes a true memer versus a Johnny no memes, right? Like we just make a stupid amount of memes. There's there, like, I think we talked about it before where there's like this chemical imbalance in our brain where you're making a meme and nobody's really liking what you're doing. And <laughs> you're just like new, you're new to memeing. And normally a normal person would be like, well, fuck, nobody likes my shit. I'm not going to make any more memes. I'm just giving up. So you, you'll find a lot of people that are in these groups. They like have made a couple memes and now they're just, they either just lurk and make comments or, you know, I had some Johnny no memes that made like three memes a year ago. Tell me how I should have done my Rugrats meme and <laughs> I, I, just, just earlier today. And I was like, OK, but um, I think that's that that same personality trait that I see in all three of us is uh, why we still are memeing. Right. Because maybe the game is really fucking hard and everybody that plays online is really good, but we're good at grinding. And, uh, and that's what, I think that's what makes us, you know, almost like career memers, right? At this point, we have some years collectively, um, in main group. I mean, there is some serious, uh, years of making online memes. So, you know, at this point we're, we're getting to like this meme as a career, right? I think, I think I talked about it before. Like I've, I've tried little side hustles. It's like, see what sticks. So I was making stickers for a while. Obviously that's not lucrative, but it's like building this uh, bigger picture because obviously memes are just part of what we do. Now we're expanding into podcasts and, you know, maybe there's a video portion that comes along later. You know, memes is more than just funny pictures and that's what we're out here doing. I'm going to I'm going to talk about the platform we use right now. We're we're using Facebook and unfortunately, you know, it sucks. It's like we spend this inordinate amount of time on Facebook and it's it's a decent platform if it weren't for all this shit. I think PC, I want to ask you because I'm I'm like the worst admin, but this this <laughs> all these changes that have happened lately, like what is the difference between 1 month ago and now where they've been like enforcing post approval and all that. It was about six weeks ago now. They started making us, uh, you know, as far as groups go, they changed the group format. Now, anybody who wants to join a group, all they have to do is, is click join. They don't, they don't have to go through an approval process anymore. So now, you know, your group number, it, it, it just increases. I wish we had Jacob on here because he, he, he knows like all the nuances about it. All, they, all you have to do now is, is click to join. It's kind of like a Twitter follower, 
you know, if you yeah. want to follow somebody, yeah. you just click it. And, 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 and now you're following the, the, the damn group to, to, to actually post something. You do have to go through the approval process, but it still it still shows that you're a member in there if you if you clicked join group. So group number is getting a little skewed for, for every large group. Oops probably has, I mean, it's, it says they got 75,000 people in it now, but there's probably only like a few hundred people that actually meme in there and, oh, and, yeah. and, 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 and several hundred more that, that, that actually like comment and stuff. They're not really true members anymore, I guess. So right. that, 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 that's what's going on with that. You, you, you know, you know, in, in, in shit posting, we 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 uh we we recently did the uh what 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 what, what do we call it the purge. Uh, I was gonna bring up the purge. That was that was something that I've like. We're kind I, of. I thought a, that was a joke. Like, <laughs> oh no, we were it was serious as a heart snow attack, joke. man. Absolutely. I mean, I've I've been an advocate for the purge for a long time, and I was glad you know with this. This is the only good thing that's come out of all this bullshit recently is the purge. Because, you know, there's tons of people in the group that don't participate. They're literally just falsely inflating the number. And we are kind of elitist assholes in that the shitposting group is our baby. It's like, that's where we, that's our safe spot where we just go to have fun with our friends. We don't want some idiot in there commenting a year after they join with like, what what even is this group? They've just been sitting there like watching like our fun. Like, there are other groups for that. That's not what our main group is for. When uh, PC, it is our little safe place. It's our safe place, and 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 we don't we don't we don't want to be in Oops. I do like Oops, and and I do like mashups. They have their place. I, exactly. I, I, I want us to have a place where it's just us. You know what I mean? I've, and, I've and, and, kinda... and, and and I, I still want to keep the uh, the format where, where we can share stuff from our group so other memers can see it. But as far as like Johnny No memes and, and, and people who have never memed in their life, I don't want those idiots like just in there trying to tell us how to fucking meme shit. You know what I mean? Right. I just want to be have a little have a little place where we have fun. Rule. There are exceptions to every rule. Every now and then you'll get a cool Johnny No memes. Like some people just like lack the motivation but are like chill people, but they're few and far between. You know, the bulk of people who just comment are there to either comment or steal a meme and reshare it or whatever. And that's and that's definitely not what our like favorite group is all about, you know. And one thing I wanted to talk about, Skylar and I actually were talking last week. We were doing like a, a little troubleshooting thing. I was there was a bunch of fuckery with my microphone. It was a whole production. Yeah. We we had a you know a, a good troubleshooting session where we figured out what was wrong and like so we were able to nail down this episode better. One thing that we actually got ch- uh, chatting about towards the end, and I was like, shit, should have recorded that. Like we were have we were on a roll. Was we were talking about just like sort of meme culture in general and like how it's so weird to be doing a podcast or just talking to people in the real world about what we do, right? Because a lot of what we do is so narrow and that's why it's like, I'm a little uh, leery of how we approach this podcast because it can be so alienating to other people. Try us trying to explain like, this is what's happening in this shit posting group, and you're, but you're not going to be able to join. Like, we'll boot your ass because we, <laughs> we have a purge in there, you know. And like, and like already, if this if you were just coming in now, I'm sorry. Like, 
the, you know, <laughs> you're already <laughs> lost. But, um, you know, that's the thing is like, this is, it, it is kind of interesting uh, to me. Um, and finding that comfort in trying to actually just talk about it. It's such a strange thing. Cause like, how often do you actually talk about meme culture and what you do every, we, we mostly do this every day. We make memes, we chat with our friends who make memes, other creators, trying to actually vocalize it with your real out loud in the real world voice versus typing it. It's it's kind of strange. You really can't. Uh, if somebody asked me what why I admin like a bunch of groups on Facebook, I, I mean, you, you pretty much got to explain what shit posting is and why why you make memes and, and, and nobody ever like really gets it. It really is a subculture. Shit posting is a subculture. I feel like I've got like one really good close friend at work that is just like kind of as weird as I am. Like, you know, he, he gets like the in jokes and like just like the whole hilarity of it all. I was going to go back to what you were saying about a main shit posting. Like that that is the core group of like you know, that is the group for inside jokes and like, you know, perps and like people that take humor in that. It's, it's a safe haven. It really is. Yeah. I walked away to get a beer. <laughs> I was like, I think they'll go long enough for me to get a beer. And I was fucking mistaken. <laughs> you should have had them pre-cracked at your desk, man. Like, Well, I just finished one and I had my uh, seltzer. I have like an obsession with seltzer water. It's the only reason I'm alive to this day. Because I won't, I will not drink water. I will literally just shrivel up and die. But then I discovered that I like seltzer water. And so I'm, at least now I'm. I get like 24 to 30 ounces of water a day instead of like three. <laughs> you know, the, those little sips from the water fountain, you know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm well versed in the um, barely alive water sips where you just sip enough water so that you don't like pass out. My mom's the same way. She like drinks coffee in the morning and then, um, she'll have like maybe a sip or two of water through the day and then maybe like a, a glass of wine at night. And I'm like, how are you still alive? She's 70 plus And she, she drinks like enough water to keep a sparrow alive. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you, so we were talking and I, and I totally derailed going to get a beer and I kind of lost where we were, but um, right. you know, so what I was talking about was like just trying to vocalize the meme world you know like we have this weird weird culture that we harbor in there it's you know to outsiders they might think it's strange they might they might not get the jokes but that you know that's not it's not for people who aren't main you know and we have our groups where people can come in and see the 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 crazy memes we make like i think that you know anybody can join mashups and find some humor in there um, and, you know, we'll post up links and, and all that so people can see what we're talking about. Um, obviously, I think in the early stages of the podcast, it's just going to be people who are already in one of our groups listening. But, um, you know, hopefully some people come along and want to just see what the hell we're, we're shooting the shit about here. And so we'll post up links to mashups. And like I said, that's I think that's a good group. Anybody can go in there and see some see some funny memes and just like have a laugh and just see that there are a ton of people out there creating good content um and just trying to have a good time online like we're not we're not saying we're an elitist 
group, we just have our little personal safe haven within that uh, main universe. And, you know, main universe. I like Facebook as far as the way you share photos, the way we interact in groups. I think it's very well thought out. I think it's like a really good program or, you know, website rather. It feels like a program because it is, it's laid out like one, like almost like your operating system. You know, you can go to different, different pages and you have options from there. And I, you know, I don't, I think people give it a lot of shit, but what really kills it is all of that. Um, the, like, the community standards, the, yeah, I mean, especially the new ones, like where, where they haven't gotten so lax with, you know, letting potentially controversial stuff, you know, fly by. And not even potentially controversial stuff, because, you know, the alg- the algorithm, it gets it wrong sometimes. Like The algorithm. <laughs> we're, we're going to do a whole episode on, the, on just the algorithm. <laughs> yeah, I'll stay out of that episode. I'm like, I, I, I just know that it doesn't make any goddamn sense, you know, like in our weird culture and our, our lore and like our vernacular, um, you know, a reonk. R E O N K. <laughs> it's a very it's meme currency, right? Like you're getting you're what are you doing this for? Your 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 little bits of serotonin are these reacts or reonks. It's where you click the button and you get a like, but you don't give a like because it's you know the blue thumb is shit and like so there's all this stuff that like when you try <laughs> to explain it. that to someone who isn't like in the meme universe, they're like, why the fuck do you care whether you get a blue thumb or a ha ha face? from some random stranger and matters okay you're like matters you realize how crazy you sound saying it out (laughs) loud and it's like i'm not really i'm I'm a pretty petty motherfucker like i am super petty but i'm not that petty in real life that i would care but like you know once you get immersed in the culture because i remember like when i go through and i look at old posts i was throwing blue thumbs back at the start um and i've been making memes since I could use Microsoft Paint, you know? <laughs> and so I'm going back to these Same. old... Yeah, I'm going back to these old posts and I'll see where I left a, a stinking old blue thumb and I'm like, oh, you normie trash. Like, <laughs> Normies still do that. They'll give you a blue thumb and, and then go comment on, on, on your fucking meme and be like, ha, 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 ha. Why didn't you give me a fucking ha, ha? Yeah. <laughs> and then and you're like, am I, am I being petty? Or is this like... Because they don't know our weird little rule system that we have and like it is it is weird but it's it's fun when you're involved in it and you're in on the joke but uh sometimes you know someone comes along and they don't understand why why we're like giving them shit or whatever yeah i read a uh, uh an article uh, about a year ago about a, a about a guy who who, who posted a, a picture or, or no it was a meme that he stole it, it was oh. a meme that he stole <laughs> And he posted it, and and his friend went and, and, and gave him a like on the damn thing, mm-hmm. and and he ended up shooting the guy because he thought he deserved a fucking haha. Oh, over a so, stolen so, meme, he shot over it? over a stolen <laughs> meme. Yeah. I, wow, that's incredible. Now that takes that pettiness to a whole new high. You know, like maybe but, it was an accidental finger slip. He meant to give him a ha. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. That was the argument. That was the argument. He, he said, he said, uh, I don't think you deserve a ha. That's an extra step for me. You don't deserve a ha ha. Oh. I liked your shit. 
Oh, so he and, was throwing shade. Yeah, exactly. Okay, but I mean, it is a stolen meme. He deserves some shade thrown at him. I, I see both sides of this. They were both normies anyway, but he, he yeah. was a normie who, who understands the ha-ha. Yeah. Oh, so they're, they're becoming aware is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. The game has changed. The game has changed. You spend enough time on Facebook, you'll, you'll, you'll start to become aware. Right, right, exactly. And so especially if you're just if you're just stalking our meme groups, you're going to like start getting a little little pieces of the culture here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't blue thumb anything or else you'll get fucking shot. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's holy shit. Anybody who's just tuning in, stop using the like button. <laughs> anybody who uses the like button gets shot. This is news that you can count on main news. See, I, I had someone that I wanted to mention specifically, but he's actually been like heart reacting my stuff recently, so I, I won't like. I'm not gonna call any names. Yeah, you don't want to be either. Yeah, don't even. You don't. Who's this? <laughs> <laughs> if you if you ever want to find out who who does it, who will break your ha ha heart streak, just go to the group. Go to the group that this one ass face blue thumbed my shit. Blue thumbed my shit. That's it. That's it. Just go to that group and, and, and you will find, you know, every time all my the streak is broken, you will know who to block. All right, boys. My dog has been like doing backflips and she it keeps snipping at me. So I think I have to do something about that. Uh, we actually kept it under 40 minutes today. So that's pretty good. All right. Um, so I think I'm going to wrap it up here. I'll cut out, obviously, me giving this prompt or maybe I'll leave it in. That would be cool. People might like a behind-the-scenes <laughs> scoop. Panties. <laughs> Panties. All right, boys. Well, thank you. Panties. I'm, I'm glad we got all the uh, tech <laughs> shit sorted out, and uh, here's to more episodes. All right, brother. Yeah, man. Thank you. Uh, hey, hey, I just wanted to say real quick before before we exit, I, I appreciate uh, you doing this, Josh. Uh, I know there's a lot of people out there that, that, that wanted to – listen to our podcast and, and, and they got kind of cut short and, and I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm, I'm just glad that, that you, you kind of like ran with it yourself. Uh, because it, was, it was never going to be me. I'm, I'm too ADHD. This yeah. is, there's too much fucking work to do. So yeah. I, I, I got enough shit to do as it is. It was never going to be me who did this. So I appreciate uh, He's kind of spearheading that, that effort and it's, you know, hopefully it turns into something more, but you know, it's, it's good entertainment. Like it, it's fun. It's, you know, fun for the people in our circle, and maybe it'll spread out. And maybe for your whole family. Tell your kids <laughs> to tune in to the main podcast. Warning, there may be purple dildos. Rated E for everyone. Uh, maybe NC, <laughs> NC-13. NC- <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. All right, brother. All right. Bye, guys. Take care.